welcome to the BU Review Service. This week we are getting away from superheroes and talking about Firefly Lane, which dropped on Netflix on February 3rd. Based on the novel by Kristen Hanna, Firefly Lane is about the friendship between two women throughout three different time periods in their life. Joining me on the pod today, I've got Valerie Wences and Claudia Keppa. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Thank you. Yeah, doing great, John. How are you? I am great. Thanks for asking. It's our wellness day here at BU, so no responsibilities other than talking about Firefly Lane. Valerie, can you get us started here by just giving us a simple plot overview of what Firefly Lane is about? Sure. So Firefly Lane is about two best friends who are in the media industry, and it pretty much covers um, a range of decades of their lives. So they meet when they're young, and as a viewer, you're taken through their challenges and their victories over the course of about four decades, I would say, three or four decades. And Claudia, can you shed a little more light on who these people are? So we've got Tully Hart, played by Katherine Heigl, and Kate Malarkey, played by Sarah Chalk. What's the vibe of these characters? So we meet Kate and Tully when they're both 14, and we can tell from the start they're very different people. So Tully is this charismatic girl. She becomes a very wild woman. She uh, she's the kind of she's born to be kind of in the spotlight. She loves attention. She's great. She's powerful, very well spoken and outspoken. And then we have Kate. Kate is the kind of girl that's very she's sweet. She's gentle. She takes care of other people. They're both great characters individually, and they're great characters together. They're kind of an odd pair from the very start, but their friendship is very pure. They become friends, like we said, when they are both 14 and they remain best friends through college uh, as they both get into journalism. And then at the time we were now, they're both in their 40s and they're still best friends, still looking after each other. Right, so friendship is definitely the centerpiece of this show, but they both encounter a lot of obstacles as individuals and as a pair of friends. Val, what sorts of conflicts do these characters run up against? Yeah, so the show, it's very um, real, I would say, in its portrayal of friendship. So whether they're young, getting into little tiffs or helping them out during challenging times, if something traumatic happens, um, we do see some traumatic events happening throughout the show. Or, you know, what I found really refreshing about the show was being able to come back from challenges. So you see the pair, together and apart and always that magnetic pull back together, whether it's another traumatic event that uh, binds the tie, you know, where they just say our relationship is more important than this thing that was coming between us and we really love each other and, and we're going to, you know, remain best friends and come back into their lives. They are also um, very real portrayals of relationship challenges. So Kate and Johnny, who are working together, but which you see through flashbacks. So that's not a spoiler. They're married, but you, you watch a very real portrayal of divorce and that it's very nuanced. You see people trying to navigate new relationships. How does a divorced person date when they're, you know, still, still have strong feelings for their ex and move on with their lives? How do you raise a young child? Um, there are 
there are a lot of very tense moments and um, tender moments. And I think it's really refreshing as a viewer to witness two very human individuals and the cast of characters um, in their lives react to that, you know, and, and sometimes the reactions aren't pretty, but then you witness, you say, yeah, I, I recognize that. I have not pretty reactions to things too sometimes, but through the friendships and through the very real bonds that these people have, they, they end up coming back together. And Claudia, do you agree with that? How accurate a portrayal do you think this is of friendship and the, the obstacles that, that friends inevitably face over time? I think it does a good job of showing people growing and encountering new challenges as they grow. I think in real life, I don't know if Tully and Kate will still be best friends when they're 40. I like to think that they would. Uh, I can definitely see their friendship as being very important to both of them when they're young. Even though they're so different, I think they really complete each other. Kay shows Tali what it means to have someone care about you and take care of you. And then Tali shows Kate what it means to, to grow and to change and to want to be a woman. When they grow, they're in very different stages of their life at some point. Tali chose career over everything. She becomes this Oprah-like TV personality that has no family and really anyone. Um, she just has a lot of money and a lot of fame. And then there is Kate. Kate gave up her career for her family. She uh, got married. She had a daughter. And she doesn't work now. And now that they're both in their 40s, despite this very different lifestyle choices, they both kind of find themselves alone because Kate is now going through the divorce and so she gave up her career and now she doesn't have family and Tali will cut Tali is very much alone she uh, realizes that I think as we get into the show and so that's why I think that their friendship can make sense because they went through all these things and at the end they still need each other because despite everything that's happened that's kind of the only thing the only constants and that they have in their life. I think their um, friendship also, like they have a very sisterly relationship to me, which I know like happens with a lot of friends, you know, your friends start to feel like family, but I think the proximity, I think, as you said, Claudia, like they went through so much as, as teenagers together. That's what strikes me about them is like, they'll really say it how it is to each other. Like they're very, they're almost more like family because of these, um, the proximity that they've had to each other their entire lives. And and Tully essentially is, she's nearly taken in by Kate's family, which we see in the show because of her own set of circumstances growing up. So yeah, they do, it's typical in some ways and then unique in other ways. So in my experience, shows that jump back and forth between multiple timelines can really work or they can really be confusing. And I have one friend who watched this show who, especially the later two timelines, I think in the 1980s and then closer to present day, both sets, uh, both timelines, the characters are played by Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. And this person, my friend said, well, I just sometimes can't tell them apart. I don't know when we're in the 1980s versus when we're in present day. So did you guys have any experience with this? How well did the, the slicing between timelines work? Was it ever confusing or do you think it paid off in this show? The hairstyles alone, I feel, were like enough to say. <laughs> Go ahead, Claudia. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, that was one of the ways that I could tell they were in the 80s, the hairstyle. But honestly, I was confused at times. I think 
because the time jumps were so frequent in a one hour, 15 minute episode, they happen so often. Um, it was kind of confusing. I think especially there's actually a fourth timeline that is that is actually present day and that, or it's in the future, I am not sure. And that one is, it's not explored a lot. There is a couple of minutes of that timeline at the end of every episode and it's Kate at a funeral. We're not told whose funeral it is until the very end of the season. So we will not talk about it, but that adds another layer to it. And it actually took me several episodes also to figure out that the timeline that seemed to be present, it's set in 2003, which is almost 20 years ago. And I was very confused by that too, because I started thinking there was a fifth timeline. Um, I think I loved seeing them grow and I loved that we had access to their earlier days, but it was kind of confusing and challenging at points to me. I, I liked it. Yeah. It, so the 2003, that was interesting to me too. And I think I learned that because of a phone. I think there was a scene where I started to say, wait a minute, this is the phone that's being like on display for something. And um, so I, I didn't realize that either, Claudia. I think I, I enjoyed it. I enjoy going through because I feel like it adds a richness to the experience. The present day, as Claudia says, there's a funeral and you don't learn till the end whose it is. I'm still torn actually on whether I think this is a good piece to layer in. For me, I think it works as a teaser as to what's to come. I think it's like teeing this up for a second season because because you're left with so much unknown. There's a tension with, between Tully and Kate. So despite everything that we've talked about with their relationship, you're seeing that something's not right with them. And and that's what's gonna lead you to wanna keep watching, but it, it doesn't necessarily, I'm not sure if it's really adding anything for the audience. So as we've talked about, the heart and soul of this show is the relationship between Tully and Kate. These characters are played by Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. Really interesting choices. These were actresses who were big time television stars you know, around 10 years ago, Chalk on Scrubs, Heigl, of course, on Grey's Anatomy. And then she was also, she transitioned well to movies, was in a bunch of rom-coms. Both pretty quiet recently. If you check out their IMDb pages, you're going to see a lot of TV shows that maybe you haven't heard of. Claudia, what is your prior relationship to either of these actresses, if you have one? And do they work well in this show? I watched some of Grey's Anatomy, so I knew Heigl. And uh, the only relationship that I had with the actress that plays Kate is that I saw her in How I Met Your Mother. She's in a few episodes in one of the seasons. <laughs> um, so I knew them a little bit. Um, I thought it was interesting at first to see Heigl's character because she's very different from who she plays in Grey's Anatomy. But I think they carry the show. I think they, if they had chosen two different women I don't know if the show would have been as successful I think um, it has because it has some points where I think it's a little weak and so it really needs two great actresses to carry it um, and Johnny too I don't know who the actor is but he is also a really good actor and I think the two women together they have great chemistry they're very funny I think there is a lot there is a layer to it that's just really comedic to me them showing Kate, like Valerie said, Kate is exploring a life and dating and sexuality after divorce. And that's a very interesting thing to see. We don't see a lot of protagonists in their 40s. Most 
shows and movies um, have protagonists that are younger and we are led to think that that's when life ends. And so it's great for me to see uh, women that are a little bit older and that are kind of showing their perspective. And I think the two actresses do a great job at it. I would, I would agree with that. I think it was interesting um, that it's two women who are best friends, like, you know, in, in the show, they're in the same career and they came from the same TV career starting off, you know, as residents um, or wearing scrubs. I think they're so believable. Katherine Heigl, to me, a lot of her characters, you know, she does play that very empowered, forceful woman who is also very feminine at the same time. She kind of like has that whole package, but she's very much um, living by her ideals. I think in a, a lot of other things we've seen her in, I wasn't as familiar with Sarah Chalk, but I think her character, like she reminds me of a few of my own friends. Like, I think it's hard to play that character where she's, you know, she's not just a dish rag. It's like, she's very charming at the same time. She's a very nuanced character and she's super klutzy too, right? It's like, she is that, that very nice compliment. I think as Claudia was saying to the um, sort of fireball force that is, that is Katherine Heigl's character. So I watched the pilot of this show, the first episode, and I would definitely agree with you guys. When those two were on the screen together being friends, it really does work for me. They've got a pretty electric chemistry. They're believable friends. When they're not on the screen together, sometimes the show does not work for me. So I want to dig into some of those weaknesses that Claudio mentioned a second ago. Val, what about the show would people maybe walk away critical of? I think, well, so I, I feel some of it's a bit campy sometimes. So the writing, you know, whether that's on the writer or it's just a little too saccharine, sometimes with the flashbacks, you know, that there are definite lulls. So one thing that left me a little hesitant is I think how the show really attempts to tackle some important themes and discussions. And I'm really, really thankful that they did that. But I think there are a little too many in the sense that they don't go in deep with each of them. So one big thing is the role of women in the newsroom, especially we're talking about the 80s and then the early 2000s. And we see how women are being treated sometimes differently, sexualized, and that I think was explored. But then there is a whole, some other themes. Um, there is a character that's uh, closeted and uh, is struggling with identity and his sexuality. And that's kind of touched on, but I don't think they went deep enough in that. And so sometimes to me strikes, maybe also because they were going back and forth with so many timelines that they were touching on a lot of very important things, but they were not going deep enough in a lot of them. Also, we mentioned um, scenes of like sexual assault. Uh, and there is an incident of miscarriage. The idea of divorce, divorce is explored very well, but some of them I think could have used some more time and I think if they hadn't jumped back and forth so much, they wouldn't have been able to do that. I think that um, you mentioned like with Tully's character in particular, you know, she's gone through a lot in her life from a very young age. And so I think they do a good job portraying her resilience and showing that that follows her through. You know, you see this really successful woman 
but she's having a hard time maintaining relationships with romantic partners. And that's a theme throughout the show. So I think, I think this is kind of, I guess, pivoting to something that I thought they did well, but maybe it's a little too obvious. Like they probably could still add some nuance there. So it's a clear picture for the viewer that she's suffered some things. Like when you're, when you have these troublesome and traumatic events at some point in your life, um, you know, that can carry through and have an impact. So no matter how successful, you know, she's a picture of resilience, which I think is, is wonderful. Um, and something that, you know, as a society, like that's a great thing to see, but it's not lost on the viewer that there are some major, like very deep scars that she carries with her because of it. And it's handicapping later parts of her life. And so I think what you were saying, Claudia, like if they could maybe add some, some nuance there, that would be in some more depth, it would, it would sort of take it to that A level. Yeah, you've used the word nuance and obvious a couple times, and that rang true to me when I was watching as well. Even just on a basic construction level of the show, it's a lot of Katherine Heigl in the present saying, you have no idea how great your mother was. Your mother was the sweetest person, even when she was a teenager. And you can like see the dot, dot, dot on the screen as we fade back to the teenage thing. Uh, we have musical cues that are really on the nose. You know, we flip back in time and time in a bottle plays, you know, that kind of thing. And like, ultimately, like you said, Val, I think that probably takes it down from the A tier of television, but it doesn't mean the show can't be really fun. And it doesn't mean it can't do a good job actually getting into the content of what it's discussing. I am curious your thoughts, and maybe this is a tough question to parse out because they so are intertwined, but of these multiple timelines we have working, is there one that stands out as your favorite or one that, that doesn't work or do they all really work in, in harmony such that it's hard to separate? I think uh, my favorite was the 2003 timeline just because it's the one that I was the most curious about because to me it felt like the present time, even though it kind of isn't, but it kind of is because it takes up most of the screen time. And so I just really was curious to get there and to know what they were doing now but I think we also need to really talk about the teenage years timeline because those two actresses are amazing too. I think that timeline is very, very, it tells us a lot because it sets up the whole show. If we didn't have that context, if we didn't have those scenes and that kind of shape the characters, none of it would stand on its own. So I think that's a very important timeline to have. Yeah, and that's where we see the other characters most clearly too, like the parents and uh, Sean, Kate's brother, you know, really like coming into his own as well in that time. My favorite time period, I would say, was the, um, I think it was the 80s or like the night. I, I think I like it so much because we had that strong foundation of their childhood, like we kind of knew what made them them. But it's, it's sort of where everything, they started catalyzing their careers, you know, it was like they were moving into what they really wanted to be, at least what Tully really wanted to be. Kate, you know, that's sort of a theme too, is Kate along for the ride or not? Um, what does Kate really want to do? But I always love like seeing period stuff. So I loved like the seventies clothes of when they were children or teens. And then I liked seeing, you know, like the crazy hair of the eighties, but to me, I really liked that because there was so much excitement in terms of what's going to happen with the relationships, what's going to happen with their careers. 
their first out on their own. So I thought that was a really, I thought that was a fun part of the show. Well, so you guys just named all three major timelines for the ones you liked best, which is a good sign that uh, the show's constructed well, I guess. I am curious here. I've watched episode one of this show and I could see what people liked about it, but it also didn't hook me. In your opinion, if that's where I'm at, is it worth continuing for me? Or if the first episode didn't do it, is this one just not for me? And also what groups of people should watch this show? What groups of people maybe just pass altogether? Well, I think that I would like to say there's something for everyone, but I'm not doing PR for this show. So like, I don't need to say that. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, as a woman who's in journalism, who has these kind of relationships, you know, I, I thought it was great. And so I have some friends who also have started watching and we're really into it. If you're, if you didn't find one single piece of this, John, that you were like, yeah, I want to know about so-and-so, it might just not be the show for you. You know, I don't know that there's any one big thing that's gonna come up. Um, but I think for people who are on the fence, I would definitely say keep watching because there's a lot that comes up in terms of just everyday life and in terms of really momentous life and career events that drew me in. I think it is a little tear towards women. So I think I would, I definitely think that women might enjoy it more just because so much of it is centered on women experiences. And also there is that whole idea of little girls growing into women. So I think that can be relatable to a lot of people. And to me, the journalism story part of it also really drew me to it uh, because it really shows a lot of the struggles and the challenges of the career um, also Kate is a producer, Tali is on camera, so it shows two different sides of it, so that's interesting to see too. But in general, I think if people like shows that are kind of not coming of age, but I can't think of the word, but shows where like romanticized friendship or just very, like it's a very feel good kind of like show, you know, because there is this idea that they make it through everything together and that despite everything at the end, they're still best friends even though there is a twist to that too. <laughs> it reminds me of that movie. Did you guys ever see Now and Then? This might be going too far back, but it with the flashbacks. Yeah, it is. I know what you're saying, Claudia, like there's probably a name for this kind of thing, but where you go back and forth and there's drama, It's but it's sappy, John. Like there's, it's a definite sappy show. So if, you know, that's, if you're not into that, then. I think maybe. I read somewhere that it was like kind of soap OP too, so. Yeah that feel yeah all right last question for you guys we're waiting to hear if netflix is gonna put together a season two there's plenty of material for it there was a sequel to the book called fly away if a season two gets picked up will you guys be watching i will yeah absolutely i need to know how that funeral timeline ends because <laughs> that left us with a lot of questions all right, well, you've tuned into BU Review Service. Come back next week where we'll be looking at whatever's new in streaming. Thanks to Val and Claudia for joining me and have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you.